4: Oh, it is the 200th episode of The Real Brian Show. Happy episode 200 and happy Valentine's Day. Give some love to your loved ones and give some love to The Real Brian Show for hitting 200 episodes. If you like this day, that is. We're looking back at 200 episodes today and giving you a glimpse of what's to come with the next 200 episodes and beyond. (laughs) You serious I'm dead serious JJ at 200 episodes this show's just getting started let's rock
0: it yeah
4: welcome to the real Brian show the 200th episode I am the real Brian thanks for joining
5: us I'm captain influence it's so nice to be here real Brian are you excited 200 totally what a what a milestone honestly
4: Yeah. Honestly, I'm even surprised because you got to look back and say that most podcasts never hit this.
5: We're, we're so, we're so tenacious. We're so diligent. We're so, uh, we just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're
4: amazing. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh no, maybe not.
5: Not Uh, to flutter our own eyes or anything, but. Oh, I like that. Flutter. Congratulations, Brian. That's.
4: And congratulations to you as well. Thank you. Yeah. We've done it, man. We've done it. We're hitting Nothing. 200, Nothing. although technically it's beyond 200 episodes because, you know, this show started yeah. a little before 200, little but yeah, you know what? It's good. <laughs> 200 officially though. Yeah. Y- you know, it's funny. So that, that laugh that I just used <laughs> from yeah, Jay from, Jonah, uh, Jameson. Yeah. I use this. So when I was hosting the show, ProfitCast, I think it was episode 53, I got on and I said, this is the last episode of ProfitCast. And that's what I titled it. And then that laugh came on and he goes like, are you serious? And then I I let everybody kind of hang for a little bit. And then I'm like, nah, it's not the last episode. But I was messing with people. And I thought, you know, we're going to bring this full circle. We're going to have JJ laugh again because he's laughing at, wait, are you seriously going to do 200 more episodes and and actually more than that? Oh, at least. Heck, yes, we are. Yeah, why not? Time to have some fun. Why not?
5: So we're kind of like congratulating ourselves. It's kind of like two climbers on the side of Mount Everest, (laughs) like halfway up. Hey, bro. And like, congratulations, we're halfway. Yeah, you did it, man. 200, man. Well, did it. we're only halfway.
4: Well, we're more than halfway. No, we're not Are even Are we over, the, even, Are we over the hump, Brian? know. I, I don't even... Th- this is like the infancy of the show. Because if I go. say 200 episodes and beyond, then we're just getting started, in which case, I mean, it's going to be thousands of episodes.
5: To be honest, we'll play it by ear. <laughs> Isn't that how life we should be? We might do be? 20 more episodes. Well...
4: <laughs> Life should be played by ear with diligence and tenacity and perseverance in mind as well. Yes. You can't predict anything, you know? No. Podcasting could, you know, die, in which case, fine, we'll do something else. Yeah, I mean, who knows? We're going to stay here as long (laughs) as basically possible from a realistic standpoint. Yeah. By the way, we're going to get crazy into looking back on 200 episodes, but a quick correction on last week's episode you know we had that that conversation on Puxatani Phil, and I said yes. all this weird spelling stuff, and and like for some reason it was getting autocorrected to Puxatani.
3: Puxatoni, actually, Puxatoni,
4: yeah. yeah, like Tony, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. even on Google it was showing up as Puxatoni, and I'm like, that's not how I remember it.
3: Yeah, well, it's not what
4: I they thought,
5: said in the Groundhog Day movie.
4: Yeah, and I thought, well, okay, I guess that's the way it is, and so I was confused. Well, then I did a little bit. It just had this weird feeling, like that just didn't feel right.
5: Yeah, an itch, yeah.
4: And so I went and I did a little more research, and I don't know what that whole punxatani thing came from, or why <laughs> that was being autocorrected there. That was the most bizarre thing ever. But it is punxatani, so we were originally right. Yeah. Well, it's spelled. Get this: p u n x s u t a w n e y. I mean, is that not a spelling bee word or what?
5: Yeah, I uh, hmm. But really. You know
4: what? It, it auto-corrected to Puxatoni, and it came up on Google. So, hey, Internet's always right.
5: That should be my new gamer tag, Puxatoni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what it's a good one. <laughs> I didn't know it was spelled that way, but I, I was I pretty know. sure it was pronounced that way. So, so did I. But well, good, I was like, good on you, something Brian. wrong. Yeah, well, I, I to to error.
4: Well, it was Google's error, and it was my phone's error. But I, I, whatever. Whatever. Always verify. Because if verify. the Internet
5: lies to you, honestly, what hope is there?
4: Hey, so there's this show. That Lord Thunder said, oh my gosh, lock and key, L-O-C-K-E and key. And I'm like, this sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't know if I've heard of it. And so I looked it up and I'm like, oh, the comic. Okay. Yeah, I think I might have heard of this vaguely once, you know, and he's like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, well, what's oh my gosh. Well, it turns out little did I even know. I had no clue this was coming. I don't know why I didn't know this was coming, but that might have been either poor marketing or I had my head stuck in the dirt and I'm not sure, but netflix just released the show this last week and yeah so i'm like well i better check it out it's a it's an old comic and you know the name of the family is Locke, and they move into their ancestral home that has a bunch of magical keys that do all these cool things
5: that's all i knew interesting so
4: i'm like well i'm gonna check out the show holy crap it is so good sucked in hooked highly highly recommended and i will talk about it more next week
5: Oh, interesting. Okay. Check it out. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out before next week. So
4: also going to be seeing birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. So I'll review (laughs) that. (laughs) Isn't that the uh, most, (laughs) the most unnecessarily long title ever?
5: Almost. You know what? I don't know that I'm going to see that one until it's out on Netflix or whatnot. Uh, You might say, Oh my God, you have to see it. Captain. uh, And then I'll take my mother-in-law, but um, I'm sure she
4: would like Harley Quinn.
5: I'm sure she would. Yeah.
4: I'll let you know what it was like next week. I'll give a, a non-spoilery review, but you know, I've heard, I've heard good and bad, which is pretty okay. typical of a DC movie.
5: Yes, it is. And it
4: is Margot Robbie <laughs> who played Harley Quinn in suicide squad. So at least they're she's continuing great. that. Yeah. And they're she's bringing a in the really good
5: play. Harley Quinn, by the way, I oh just, my gosh. you know, suicide squad was meh and I'm yeah. just on the fence about this sort of sequel. So,
4: yeah, I, but you're right. I think she's one of the best iterations of Harley Quinn that I've scene even though of course they've had they've had different ones and they've had the animated ones and uh, i'm trying to think was it tara is that tara strong that did yeah i think so tara strong voice charlie quinn i she think did so really well yeah she did really really well That's too classic. but margot robbie is pretty amazing as well so we'll see what happens yeah. also and again we'll talk about this next week just because we got to get into episode 200 but i added a bunch of amazing new music yet again last night and the night before to TRB's gloriousness on Spotify, and Captain, I've checked out your Spotify playlist, and so far, oh, nice. loving it. I love oh, the really. Radio. That's great. That's great
5: to hear. Yeah, and you have to play it on random. Obviously, you can't just sure. if you start at the very top, you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of 311, and then a lot of Afterlife, and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. Just do it on random. It's so much better. That's how you list a playlist, by the way. Totally. That's well, how you do it. Yeah.
4: You know, my and it's so funny because I was looking at mine a little bit and Ben Tastic was like, hey, I found your TRBs happy mix. And I'm like, I forgot to continue to add to that one. <laughs> That's right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And, you know, that whole mix is intended to be positive, happy, uplifting music that just gets you in a good mood. And so I added a bunch more music to that. You know, gloriousness is just like whatever new stuff that I find, I put it in there Some of it I don't keep, you know, because it's like, well, I think I might like this, but we'll see. Some songs are just instant likes and then some I get rid of and I then eventually when I get tired of them, I move them over to my TRB's vault, which is like all of the best music that I've liked, but I'm tired of listening to right now. So Gloriousness is kind of this always refreshed, newer mix of music. And then TRB's Ultimate, that's the one that's just, you know, stuff from like the 1910s all the way to today and... (laughs) It's it's like the most ridiculously random diverse mix minus country that you've ever heard.
5: <laughs> wow! You yes, got any crazy. Yoko Ono mixed in there? Brian? Oh
4: no, I don't. Maybe I should throw some that's, of
5: that in. That's diverse, right there.
4: Yeah. Okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I haven't listened to Yoko Ono. I actually remember where I was the one and only time I've listened to her music, if you can call it that. Not sure. And I was ever listened in a car driving from Pueblo, Colorado to Denver. Hmm. And I was about 10, maybe. And it was so amazingly awful. I've never forgotten that day. It's just crazy.
4: I've never heard her music, but for some reason, I just have this vision that it's like Klingon opera.
5: Klingon opera might be better, but yeah.
4: uh, I should put some Klingon opera in there.
5: Yeah, you should.
4: (laughs) Oh, I wonder if they've recorded it. Episode 200. My goodness. We have a lot to share. We'll keep this as concise as possible i want to share some clips i want to share some memories Uh, i know captain you've got some thoughts you want to share and some memories on that as well you know there's 200 episodes we're not going to go through all of them that's impossible i decided to only share two pieces of feedback just because of time so the first thing that i want to share is from chris who wrote in and said here share this email of mine so i'm going to speak from his voice wow 200 episodes congrats on that I feel that the real Brian show is better and more grounded in its personality than it has ever been. And I commend you on that. I also feel that the fun content and original purpose of the show, which is age 200 now has not qualitatively or substantially changed since its inception, which I'm thankful for. I do not know that I've missed any of the last 150 episodes when I finally got on board and look forward to continuing to grow old with TRB blessings to you all (laughs) for another great year ahead. First of all, Amazing! Never missed 150 episodes. Uh, That's wow! I didn't even know that. That's crazy.
5: Yeah, I I love how he wrote that too. He he used a lot of uh, big words, like I have a tendency to do, like substantially. uh, Good job, and
4: qualitatively. Yeah,
5: Yeah, qualitatively, substantially. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Yeah.
4: Well, he is also yeah, and
5: and Chris, we also plan on growing very old with the Real Brian Show. So, and
4: with you too. So, yeah. Thank you. That I love that growing old with the Real Brian (laughs) Show. I'm going to go with the Real Brian Show on that one. Yeah. So, thank you, Chris. Really
5: appreciate that, that should be the That should be the show title, actually. Growing Old with the Real Brand Show. Oh, that's there a great
4: go. one. I love that. It is, yeah. Growing Old with TRBS. All right, well, the other one I wanted to share is from Kyle, a.k.a. The Ghost, all the way across the pond. And this one is audio.
0: Hey, 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 happy 200th episode. Guys, that's absolutely amazing. Uh, this is Kyle, um, aka the ghost from Arrow squad days. Um, although that was very long time ago and I have not watched that show since, but that's another topic. Um, <laughs> but guys, honestly, a massive congratulations. Seriously, you guys have such a fantastic show. Um, and I think one of my favorite things is just like when people ask me, cause I've, I've shared the podcast, so, like say on my Instagram, feed or whatever. Um, and people look like, when people ask me about it, they're like, Oh, what, what type of show is that? Um, and I'm kind of like the way I describe it is it's a, it's a show kind of about everything, but you kind of feel like you just, it, it's a conversation between buddies and it, you feel like you can actively be involved. I mean, i like, you can't kind of physically be involved in the conversation, but the way, the way the show is kind of produced and edited. Well, I'm not sure if you edit the show, but, um, it's, it's an awesome show guys. So uh, massive congratulations. Um, it's, I just love, I think one of my favorite things about, about the show is, well, is that, and just when you just do those different segments, so you've got like the Unleash a Superhero, and then you've got, um, when people just come on there, just nerd out about stuff. I think that's one of my favorite things, because I love hearing passion. Passion is just really contagious, so even if it's, the topic is something I've never really been into myself. Hearing it from someone else is amazing. So, guys, I'll cut this off here just so it doesn't go on too long, but massive congratulations to both of you. You are amazing, and I wish you all the best for the future. God bless.
4: Well, Kyle, you are Uh, amazing, and thank you.
0: Thank you, dude. That was great. That was awesome. I just
5: love the passion of... (laughs) Some of the listeners and when they when they express that, especially from over the pond. Oh, yeah. I'm a bit of an Anglophile. So um, thanks, Kyle. <laughs> that that was really great. Thanks. And, and and spread the word. Spread the word, please. He's 100% correct. That's what first attracted me to the show. The whole feel of conversation between buddies. That's why I got into it.
4: Kyle and I have been chatting more. Listeners turned into friends is one of the greatest things that I never expected. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, who would have thought of that? Who would have thought that I would be in contact with a friend from the UK that I've never physically met before? You know, I mean, you just you right. know, remember when we're when you're young and it's like, hey, you got to have a pen pal, you know, somewhere else, and yeah, it's kind of that thing. <laughs> and then you're just like, man, we've just we, we're talking with people all over the world, and it feels so small, and yet it's so big still, and it wow, it's so cool. So thank you, it Kyle. Is. I really yep. appreciate it. Thank you for listening to us for two hundred episodes and hanging out with us and and persevering with us as we have persevered <laughs> in some ways. It's so funny. Ben Tastic, his idea was, would you be interested in peeling back the curtain a little bit and sharing some of the behind the scenes thoughts, things you did and thought as you've done the show? Mm. And I said, you know, sometimes I'll record and then I'll edit it out, and so you've never heard it. So today. I decided, yeah, sure, I'll peel back the curtain a little bit. You'll get to hear a little bit of the the uh, the good, bad, and the ugly of this show. Uh, why not? It'll Ooh. be fun. We went back, and we looked back and listened to some of those older episodes. What's really funny is it feels like yesterday, some of those original episodes. I'm thinking like, man, didn't I just record that? But it's been three yeah. plus years. <sighs>
5: 2016, right? Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. We're coming into four years almost at this point. Not right. quite, but three and a half-ish. Let's do a little bit of a look back. Okay. When I first started TRBS, I had some ideas for what I wanted the show to be. And interestingly enough, at the time I wasn't even a hundred percent ready to launch because I didn't quite have the identity of the show down pat. You know, I was pushed to launch anyway because there were people that were actually like, well, Brian, are you afraid to launch? Do you have fears of launching? Well, (laughs) no, I didn't actually, but all right, fine. So I launched well as a result the Real Brian Show did struggle with some identity on and off,
5: kind well, like a video game that wasn't quite ready to be launched, but yeah. they had to, or like okay. Windows, pretty
4: much what they always do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you launch and then you have to patch later.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Good, good analogy. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, yeah. So we started off with the idea of embracing your inner nerd. I don't know if you remember that actual phrase, and then of course oh, yeah. the unleashing your superhero, which of course we've continued to use. Both are still to this day phrases and lifestyles that I fully believe in, but. For some reason, these phrases really confuse people. Now I'll get back to those phrases in a minute, but it started off with just interview episodes, even though I wanted to have a morning show feel. And by the way, when I say morning show, some people you grew up with good morning shows and some probably not even sure what a good morning show even sounds like. I'm talking the good ones, right? The shows where the hosts <laughs> got in. They truly entertained us. They kept us engaged. We loved them. We felt like we knew them and they had fascinating interviews as part of their episodes. Now in a perfect world, of course, I'd also share new music, like actually playing clips of new music when I'm talking about it. Um, Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, but the copyright laws these days. So, uh, uh, um, yeah, that's that's been a little impossible from a financial standpoint. So, uh, anyway, I digress. We moved from those interview episodes, which people were like, yeah, maybe not. We didn't want just an interview show. So, those became the bonus episodes. And then we officially relaunched episode one, The Phoenix Rises with John Lee Dumas. And that's why we're here at episode 200. I moved to that morning show style without a co-host, which of course was not ideal. We shot the breeze much like we do today. I had on various guests. I had on interviews. These were all in the same episodes, by the way. And we interviewed, do you remember this? We interviewed characters from movies and TV shows. Do you remember that? Oh, of course
5: I do. Yes. And I hope you have some clips. I have three clips.
4: I forgot about it. They were fun. They were fun. Are you this week's guest? Yes. Probably the best that I know of. Uh, And you are? Napoleon Dynamite. Well, thanks for joining us today, Napoleon. It's great to have you here. Well, What's there to eat? What do you mean? I'm freaking starved. I didn't get to eat anything today. Well, uh, well, we were going to make chicken for tonight. Do the chickens have large talons? Well, they did, but I ate them. Gross. Freaking idiot. Dude, I'm just kidding. You guys are retarded. Hey. What the heck are you guys doing? Trying to ruin my life and make me look like a freaking idiot? Uh, No. Okay, fine. So you want something to eat? There will be plenty of chicken. Because I actually don't even eat chicken. Is that because you think you're fat? Because you're not. <laughs>
0: oh well, thank you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, uh, hold on. Sorry, Napoleon. Um. Hey, your mic keeps falling there. Uh, stands a little loose. It's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. Well, it worked fine for my other guests, just not you for some reason.
2: Yeah, hold on. I forgot to put in the crystals.
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Somehow I sort of forgot about that as well. Seems to be working now.
2: Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. It looks awesome.
4: Well, hey, Napoleon. So how's your day going so far? Worst day of my life. What do you think? Oh, why? I told you. No, you, you didn't actually. I spent it with my uncle in Alaska hunting wolverines. Yeah. <laughs>
5: you remember that now? Oh gosh. Oh man. I gotta hang out. I gotta get some tissue. Holy cow. <laughs> I forgot how funny that one was. Okay. Yeah. I forgot that uh, I even
4: did that. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, and then, you know, I've had listeners say, well, why aren't you doing those anymore? Well, it's a lot of work and a lot of time. So,
5: Oh yeah, it is. I imagine it's a lot of work. I'm uh, committing to bring it least. back
4: though. I really am. It's just going to be a matter of time. And you know what? I was doing it every episode and some of them just weren't that funny, but some of them were, Oh, my gosh. Just classic. So we'll bring them back and we'll do them a little yeah. more sporadically. But I want to share one from Yoda right now. Yoda, welcome to the real Brian show. Oh. Now, I'll tell you what, dude. I was I was looking for a wise friend to have on the TRB show and I
0: looking.
1: found someone you have, I would say. Hmm? <laughs>
4: well, yeah, I mean, that's why you're on the show and not someone else. So, yeah, thank you. I, I, I did find someone. <laughs> So, first of all, why do you. No, no, there is no why. You didn't even let me finish the question. How feel you? What? Afraid, are you? No. See through you. We can. So, what is it that you nerd out about? Good relations with the Wookiees I have. That's interesting, but Wookiees aren't real. No. But no.
2: no. the easier, more seductive.
4: Wookiees are more seductive?
2: Twisted by the dark side.
4: Wookiees are twisted by the dark side. I think you and I are talking about two different things. No.
1: No different. Only different in your mind.
4: I really don't understand what's going on right now. You nothing that I say. I've heard everything that you said, but okay, never mind. That is
1: why you fail.
4: <sighs> Let's change the subject here. So, what do you think of the Real Brian Show? Let's start there.
1: The shadow of greed that is. Hey, my show. This is. You
4: are reckless. I do hope that I can be a huge encouragement to the TRB show community because, man, that is that is my goal. Uh, you will be. <laughs>
1: you
4: will be thanks I think that was really creepy there don't
1: fall asleep <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my
5: gosh awesome yeah oh, right. you know I'm
4: all right here's my last clip I wanted to share this was one of my favorite ones and it just worked it was amazing the quotes that I found between these two characters Gollum and dobby and how they actually worked together it was the most incredible thing here we go Also joining us today, my good friend from the house elf community, Dobby! Welcome, buddy. Hello! Dobby!
2: So good to see
1: you. Whoa, Gollum, what (laughs) the? Dobby likes me? (laughs) You don't have any friends. Dobby likes you. Master's my friend.
4: Wow, Dobby, I don't think that Gollum actually meant to offend you.
2: Offend Dobby! It was an awful thing to say.
4: Yeah, I would agree with that one. Uh, so apparently you guys know each other.
2: No, cannot say, sir. He does not care if we be hungry. He does
4: not care if we should die. Okay, hang on a second here, Gollum. Uh, okay, first of all, sit down for a second here. Sit,
2: sit down?
4: Yeah, okay, so now you have to tell me what happened between you two.
2: A plot to make most terrible things happen.
4: What terrible things?
2: It is terrible. Difficult, sir. Dobby wonders where to begin. They
3: stole it from us. Stole what?
2: Dobby feels most aggrieved, sir. Dobby had to iron his hands. <laughs> yeah, but what did you steal? You're a liar, I'm a... Indeed, yes, sir. Murderer. Dobby never meant to kill. Dobby <laughs> only meant to maim or
1: seriously injure. You
4: killed someone? Simonzo.
1: someone
4: Of course. Dobby is still treated like vermin. Well, okay, maybe we should just, you if know... not
1: see what lies ahead when sun has failed and moon is dead. What brings
4: you to the Ro'Brien show?
2: Dobby has heard of your greatness, sir.
4: Well, it wouldn't go that <laughs> far. Twixy,
2: first.
4: Yeah, okay, but thank you, Dobby. I appreciate that.
2: Anything,
4: sir. So Gollum... What brings you here?
1: Master's my friend. Ah, oh,
4: well, that's good of you to say, and, and very true, by the way.
1: Dobby has no
3: master. What did you say? Dobby is me. Go away.
2: I shouldn't have said that. I oh, Dobby! D- Dobby, stop! Dobby had to punish himself, sir.
4: <coughs> Are you okay, Colin? <coughs> okay, hold on a sec. T- uh, t- t- take a drink here for a second.
1: <coughs> what? It burns. Burns us.
5: It's, it's just coffee
1: Bolt doesn't taste very nice That's depression <laughs> wow
5: that was a free for all yeah
4: i know and and it was so funny because like i had <laughs> some people good. that were like wow um never do that again <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, so uh, oh, well. i laughed hardest on the napoleon dynamite one so. well
4: that was just perfect yeah. Yeah, I know. And the Gollum and Dobby one was like I had a little too much coffee that day and it was awesome. And <laughs> I'm again. I'm sorry if I offended you. So,
5: Oh well. So, we know so we know the uh the trick is to uh caffeinate the yeah. real Brian and then he can produce more uh fake interviews. <laughs> It'll be great. We'll
4: do more. Don't worry. I have ideas, but I I do want to make them excellent and not well, okay that was nice and it was a lot of work but no we want to make them good so we'll have some fun with that all right so after all of those fun things that we did and turning it into the morning show style i got this idea of splitting all of those things up and turning them into multiple episodes so that you know one episode wasn't two two and a half hours that kind of thing so we did that i did interviews one day i did a short inspirational episode on another day remember the remember that the midweek espresso shot episodes remember those
5: Oh, well, yeah, a little bit. Yep. Yeah,
4: I didn't really like doing those. <laughs>
5: <laughs> they were short.
4: I don't know why I did them. I think I just felt like I had to. Like, people wanted me to, I don't know, share some tip or whatever. I did them, but I just, I kind of sucked at them. And it was really hard coming up with, with content for those. So, I was just like, <laughs> uh, okay. And then, of course, we had our normal Friday flush the format episodes. But these interviews, when I split these interviews up, I got to have some really fun conversations with really, really great people. My goodness! Some of my favorite interviews, and I know Captain Influence, you've got a few favorites as well. But some of my favorite interviews were with Amy Gumnick. Remember her?
5: Mm-hmm. That's one of mine. She was
4: Cupid on Arrow. She's done a lot yep. of other things too. She was on Supernatural and some other shows too. But what a great conversation! In fact, she was one of my first interviews, and we were both sick the day that we did the interview. It
5: was really funny. Her voice was very enchanting. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember. I was I was out for a walk that uh, when I listened to it in the morning, and and I was like wow, I think I'm in love with this Amy Guminick lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who she was, but she she just, she just was fun to listen to. Let's, I just remember that.
4: You want to know, it's, it's funny, I went back and listened to that episode and I had forgotten about it, you know, because it's been three years ago, three plus years ago. And what's interesting to me is that, yes, she has a great voice, but she was one of the more personable people that I've had on the show that didn't sound like it was an interview. She sounded like she was <laughs> yeah. just a friend hanging out.
5: Or a co-host, yeah. Yeah, right. which is,
4: in fact, I can't even tell you how many listeners came to me later and said, get Amy as your co-host. And I'm like, she's, <laughs> I'm a, sure she's a famous actress. I don't <laughs> I think, think that's I think I was happen. one of those people. Yeah. Yeah, I think you were. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Who, who was uh, who's another one? Who's another favorite for you?
5: Garrett Wong is one of my favorites. I'll never forget that interview because he, he said some pretty profound things that have stuck yeah. with me to this day. Yeah. He related a story about he was on an airplane. Ooh, I'm going to play that clip. Yeah, yeah, play that clip. That part of his the interview uh, has
1: never left me.
4: Okay, here's a clip of Garrett talking about this experience on a plane.
1: And I was sitting on a plane. On a, The flight attendant, was she gave me like one ice cube in my drink. And I sat there <laughs> and I said, C- could I possibly have a couple more ice cubes? And she looked at me and she goes, she goes this is a short flight, sir. <laughs> I don't have time to give you an extra ice cube. And her cart, her her cart was sitting next to my head for like another five minutes as she's serving other people. And I could see the ice right there. I said, I could just scoop more ice in myself, but I, I didn't do it. I waited until everybody got off that plane, and then I approached that flight attendant. I said, uh, "I just want to say to you that I've never been spoken to as rudely as you spoke to me." And then she—I could see her defenses going up. Right? Yeah. She was about to say something. I said, "I've flown eighty thousand miles on your airline now." I'm considered a freaking flyer. Before going going in and saying, "You owe me respect. You owe me this. You should do this." How dare you? Blah blah blah. You know. I looked at her and I said, "What's happening in your life right now that's affecting how you're, you're treating other your, the passengers?" such as myself. And she did not expect that. Her her whole demeanor went from angry, mm. pissed off, uh, defenses up to everything dropped. She started crying and she goes, my mother has cancer. I've been kicked out of my uh, apartment. All this stuff just came out. And it was just like, Whoa.
4: this was the first yeah. actual tangible example of someone who unleashed their superhero on the real Brian show I talked about unleashing your superhero. I did not expect that story from Garrett and I didn't know he was going to share it until he actually did. And so the first example of someone who he wanted to rail on her and he paused, sucked his words up, and then he asked her what was wrong. It was the first example of someone who unleashed their superhero. And I'm with you. I've never forgotten that either. In fact, they still share that story with people all over the place today.
5: He mentioned something about looking at things from someone else's perspective. Yeah. Which, which I'm a huge believer in, Uh, you know, putting yourself in someone else's shoes, see things from a different perspective, not your perspective, and Mm -hmm. I can't remember what exactly he said, but that's another thing that stuck with me from that interview. So
4: it's a great episode. Go back and check it out. You know, it's funny because during that time was right around the presidential elections for us, and there was a lot of hate and a lot of anger and a lot of tension going on in our country, and so some of that stuff was brought up in some of the first few episodes and kind of how to overcome and handle that stuff. But, you know, he also got on talk about some of his experience and in Star Trek Voyager as mm-hmm. Ensign Harry Kim and stuff. So it was really fun. I mean, it was just a neat episode. By the way, I spoke with Megan, who's Garrett's wife, and I, I asked if they were watching Star Trek Picard, and they said, yeah, we'd love to be on your show. So <laughs> we'll probably <laughs> oh, have them
5: on awesome. to
4: chat a little bit about Picard and what his thought, what his what their thoughts are actually on that.
5: There's nobody that I would rather hear their perspective on picard than garrett so yeah make that happen all right make it so
4: make it so number one do you remember nicholas mccarthy born with one arm wanted to be a concert pianist everyone's kind of like yeah right good luck you know it takes two hands yes. to play and he overcame and just dis- like kind of created this whole new way of playing with one i was amazing Another one of my favorites, which actually is still to this day, one of the most popular and listened to episodes of The Real Brian Show was the interview with Toby from Nuance Chocolate. You know, we mm. toured his chocolate factory. We we were in his shop. We talked. all. It was just an amazing episode. And then also right down the street, too, was George from Happy Lucky's Tea. I still have people coming to me and saying, I never thought about drinking tea or that tea could be like this. I just drink Lipton. <laughs> so, all right. Wow. You know? Also was the mayor of Fort Collins. This was during his first term, by the way, when I had him on. And what was really cool is he used this episode of The Real Brian Show as a promotional for his reelection campaign. Mm, And I didn't know that. And I didn't realize that, you know, oh, this is great. People are listening to this. And it was really cool. But he talked about Fort Collins being a city for all. Not, you know, one group over another. It's everyone is welcome here. Everyone is going to be treated fairly and equally here and with value. Now, does that always happen? No, but that's what he's trying to lead. What other city actually does that? I wanted to share a clip from Mayor Troxell. It's just so awesome. You know, we want to keep, you know, Fort Collins is a city for all, not necessarily just recognizing one group in exclusion of someone else. It's the idea that, no, everyone's welcome here. And we're going to recognize everybody, regardless. And, and I love that. So, talk a little bit more about that.
2: Well, we have a wonderful community, and and we have individuals doing outstanding things. In fact, we talk about everyone in our community as a co-creator in our community to make a community better. And that can be doing something very small. That's the opening the door for someone else. That's engagement with uh, a friend, and and uh, but that's also maybe uh, starting a new company and making our community better in one way or another. So. We really talk about, use the word co-creator, everyone has a role in our community, make our community better. Might be proclaiming a certain month or a certain time or uh, recognizing a certain individual. That's terrific, you know, because of the contributions made. But sometimes the proclamations are trying to identify a group in some way. What I've also tried to do is it really carries a message for all. You know, I think uh, trying to identify groups or that sort of thing oftentimes is at the exclusion of other groups. And, and so I think what we're trying to do and what I'm trying to do is that we are a community for all and mean all. You know, I think it does put into perspective the kinds of things that we need to do to not only get better as an overall community, but also address things within our community to make it a world class community for all.
4: See, this is amazing to me because yet another example right there. Of a mayor, a person, and also someone who's leading a community to unleash their superhero. He's doing it, and he's trying to empower others to do the same thing. And as we've well, talked about so many times on this show, everyone here is going to be valued and respected on this show. We, that's that's our goal is to try to do that regardless, and he's out there doing it too. So huge props to Mayor Troxel of Fort Collins, Colorado. One more clip that I want to share from our interviews. And that was from JP Sears. My gosh, that was such a fun
3: interview. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's still funny. Fun. People are like, wait, you had JP Sears on the show? Oh yeah. What a jerk, man. What a jerk. JP, <laughs> welcome to The Real Brian Show.
3: Well, thank you, Brian. I'm sure it's a real pleasure for you to have me here.
4: Your being here is uh, is is the reason I started the show.
3: By the way, I'll send you the invoice uh, from this show because oh. I've got to make my profit too.
4: So my wife's a vegan, uh, or at least she's mostly vegan. She's one of those that chooses it based on health and other things.
3: Well, that's too bad. I think people have no business choosing veganism for health purposes. The true purpose of veganism, of course, is to assert our dominance <laughs> onto other people. And I think what I'm about to say uh, is a fact, in my opinion, that there's basically two types of people in this world. There's vegans, And then there's bad people (laughs) and and that's no judgment. Hmm, It's just an observation. And, uh, you know, I've been a a vegan for uh, several lifetimes now and I'm getting great results. Really? And I've found, uh, yeah, I found I actually really enjoy hunting. As well. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I don't do anything unethical. I don't eat the animals. I just let them rot on the forest floor because <laughs> not only do I think it's wrong to eat animals, I think it's wrong to be an animal. And I think that's something that everybody can get behind and support, whether you're a vegan or you're a bad person. Oh, my gosh. That was.
4: <laughs> <laughs> one of my that was one of my favorite interviews it was so funny he he was in character for the first half of the episode and then went into like okay now i'm actually jp you know just normal guy and here's my mission behind the comedy and everything else that he does so it was it was really really a fun episode if you've never listened to it go check it out really it's really fun. neat guy yeah abel james was another one of my favorites in fact he's going to be back on here very soon within the next couple of weeks sweet just a good interview and then uh you know what's a fun one was Julie who owns a great harvest bread company store. I yeah. don't know. There were so many things that she just said in that episode. It wasn't one of the best, you know, sounding episodes cause we, we were kind of sitting behind the oven and it was just, it was a little loud and stuff like that, but there were some really neat things that she said that each of us just kind of talk about here and there once in a while. And somebody's like, oh, I remember that episode. It was really, really cool. So just some fun ones. And then I know you have another one you absolutely loved.
5: Oh, well remember when you interviewed Andrea deck, Oh, yeah. Actress and voiceover extraordinaire. Andrea is very close to my heart because she helped scare the bejesus out of me for a month <laughs> or two uh, back a couple of years ago when you and I played Alien Isolation. She yeah. does the voice of the person. Play, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a great interview. And we hadn't played it when you interviewed her yet. So we played it shortly afterwards. sort of shortly maybe but anyway I I, I really enjoyed that interview and I can can listen to it again with and kind of giggle about it.
4: It was neat. She also went by Sassy Octopus which I thought was funny and and Lee Steven Bad Kitty was also on there and we had a lot of fun with her. She moved out to the UK. She's living there and she also has type 1 diabetes and so she's been trying to educate like hey you know if you're born with type 1 diabetes and you know wearing an insulin pump is really cool and here's how to you know because people get made fun of for that kind of stuff and She's doing some really, really really cool stuff for young women right now as well. So not only is she just a great actress and voiceover person, she's just really helping out young women, which is awesome. Superhero. My goodness there. I mean, honestly, the list goes on and on and on. There were so many great interviews. Every single person that I had on the show is near and dear to me. We had so much fun. Great content.
5: Yeah. And I totally forgot how many great interviews you had back in like 2016, 2017. I know. Bring them back, y'all.
4: Well, I'm excited to bring them back. Interestingly, though, at the time, doing that many episodes each week got to be a little too much on my schedule. So I dropped the midweek espresso shot since I wasn't really enjoying it anyway. And like I said, kind of sucked at them. But then I unfortunately eventually dropped the interviews due to a lack of time and resources. But we kept our Fridays. We had fun. If you remember, the Night Fox joined me as a co host for a pretty good chunk of 2017. Those were insane episodes. We went crazy with voices. You remember the hello, Night Fox, I'm Nero. Or the no, no. You no, remember those? <laughs> no remember
5: remember that? Oh man, I miss the guy. I really do. Yeah, me too. He yeah. was the last regular co-host before
4: me. Is that right? Yeah. You're the only two regular co-hosts of the show.
5: I always thought that you and Night Fox had a really, really good chemistry. It was um, a,
4: it was a very natural and surprising one. And yeah, I miss. Him. Yeah. I mean, it would have been, it would be, f- I know he didn't want to do it full time anyway, but it would have been fun to right. have him back periodically, but he retired, which is fine. But night Fox's, final episode on the real Brian show was the Harry Potter episode, which to this day is still one of my absolute favorite episodes. (laughs) It was insane. Night Fox and sheer terror were here in the studio with me and the green butterfly was on discord and I have to play a clip. I don't know what it is. Just grab it. That's boogers and that's soap. This is soap and this is
2: cherries. Ew. I got a really bad one. (laughs) What is it?
4: Black pepper dirt. Oh. This is fantastic. Oh, nasty. Mm, I got cherry. I don't know what it is, but it's heinous. <laughs> I got cherry. I love this game. I got rotten egg.
1: <laughs> you guys, that cherry one was delicious. That
4: that was heinous. What did you get green butterfly?
3: <laughs> grass oh. oh. man. All
4: right. On to the you next one. You just you you hurl in here, man, and I'm going to have a problem because this is a, you know, this is a clean room. <laughs> I'm avoiding certain colors in here. You're not allowed to avoid (laughs) them. Oh my
2: god, I can't eat this one. What'd you get? Vomit. (laughs) (laughs) That is so. Do
4: you you have a napkin over there?
1: Oh my god. (laughs) Is that bad? (laughs) That is terrible. I couldn't even eat it. Does
4: it taste like vomit? Yes. (laughs) Okay.
1: It straight up tastes like vomit. (laughs) That's disgusting. Here. I think this is a vomit.
4: Use your. I don't want to try it. Use your I mug. want
1: you to try no, it so I, you know what I just went listen, through. I
4: will. I will eventually try it. But here, use your mug try to it. throw. No. Oh uh, hell no!
1: <laughs> no, you have like. I'm not. <laughs> I will eat what I pick out of my own Here's, box. Yeah, pick, wait, you
4: listen, keep your listen, own puke flavored beans. <laughs> mm. What did you get, Green Butterfly?
1: rotten egg oh see that's heinous oh my (laughs) what did
4: you get this time i got another vomit she's gonna throw up don't throw up she almost did she was heaving in the studio i'm like no don't Uh, throw up all over the studio there's a bathroom around the oh my gosh
5: i remember listening to that episode and just shaking my head the whole time you guys (laughs) were like, why Who who would put themselves through that? Oh, but it was so, a fun experience. Never again. Oh, I'm sure. It well, sounded fun, but I would never have wanted to be there.
4: What was so funny <laughs> is at the end of the night, this was not on the show, but, you know, of course, we did not finish our Birdie Bots boxes. We were just like, okay, that's it. And Night Fox <laughs> took them all and said, I'm giving them to my kids for Halloween.
5: Awesome.
4: <laughs> I never heard whatever happened with that, you know, but unfortunately, Green Butterfly contacted me the next day and said that she got actually sick and... Oh, spent, unfortunately, some of the night in the bathroom and see. Yeah, I know. And I I feel terrible about that because that that's not worth it. But I tell you, that was still to this day, regardless of whether you like Harry Potter or not. That was one of our best and funniest episodes just because we dove into one topic and we nerded out in a way that we'd never done before on the show. And by the way, we're going to be doing more of those types of episodes going forward, not with birdie bots, though, but more on that in a minute. I want to shout out to a bunch of guest co-hosts because after the night Fox retired and actually even pre night Fox, I had a bunch, just a bunch of wonderful, wonderful guest co-hosts that came on, helped me out with the real Brian show over the years. And I'm going to just name off as many as I possibly can. Miss ice Lord, thunder green butterfly, Johnny pistol Shot, seven blue, seven mango droplet, even Sarah miss light co-hosted in the beginning, as you heard with the (coughs) Napoleon dynamite. Sheer Terror, The Podcast Overlord, Lee Steven, a.k.a. Bad Kitty, Scarlet, Synapse, Spider Pan, The Mad Scientist, Rob Dog, Harley Quinn, Mr. What, Caffeinatrix, Heroist Hannah, The Flash, and even recently The Admiral. There are others that have popped in over the last three years. Amazing, great times and great co-hosts. And I really appreciate each and every one of those people.
5: I had forgotten how many times you had Mango Droplet. Yeah, how many episodes? I was going through all the old blog posts, and I was like, "Wow, Mango Droplet, Mango Droplet, Mango Droplet." Yeah, she was, she was on like on four or five episodes, almost consecutive episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she she was a lot of fun. We need to get her back on, and of course, we always like to have Miss Ice on. Oh yeah, uh, she'll she, she'll continue to be a semi regular. She'll be so, back definitely.
4: Well, after all of these, you know, guest co hosts, a certain Captain Influence popped in after popping out of his colonoscopy.
5: Yeah, and, and Brian just on his knees, not in front of me, begged me, oh, will you please be my co-host. I was like, yeah, I'll be your co-host. It's a lot of fun to do this show. So Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, well,
4: did you know, <laughs> and I know you know Captain Influence, but do you remember you listening that Captain Influence first appeared on The Real Brian Show back on episode two, November 30th two. of 2016?
5: And we did a review of the movie Arrival. Yes, Yes,
4: I, I forgot I remember, it yeah. was that I didn't realize you were like one of the first actually I, I didn't you either you were the first co-host 100 episodes ago. Yeah, dang, it's amazing. Yeah, because you were you were officially the first actual guest co-host of the show. Wow, because I had interviews. That's, that's but
5: pretty distinguished. They yeah. didn't
4: count. Yeah, good job. Well, then you returned in August of 2017 on episode 77
5: 77 episodes later. Yeah, I, I listened to all of them too. So weird. I just don't remember that many between the two. And we, yeah, where, where we reviewed the Dark Tower in studio. Yeah, your first I time in, t- in studio. Was, the first time I witnessed the the Megalopolis that is <laughs> the TRBS studio. I got to see everything in real life, yeah, in person.
4: And then you became the permanent co-host after me getting on my knees and you know begging and
5: not in front of me offering you my
4: estate and everything else. You know, pretty much my entire which life. I turned down. Oh, well, thank you, though. But that was episode 104, which was the colonoscopy episode.
5: <laughs> I just had to oh share my, my experience. It was so funny. That was so I funny. Wanted, I wanted everyone, to, everyone who is nervous about that eventuality in all our lives to not be nervous about it because it really wasn't that bad. And it was actually, I'm looking forward to the next one.
1: <laughs> well, I, and you
4: had to have it before the required age for various reasons. But yeah, anyway, Roughly, you can go listen yeah. to that. What I realized is that, you know, there were a few episodes in between that you were not on, but you have been on this show for really, really close to 100 actual episodes, which is
5: huge. We're over 50 Deep Thoughts now. Did you know that? Oh we're like on 54.
3: Yeah. Wow.
4: You know, and we've <laughs> stuck with our Friday episodes this morning show style. We've shot the breeze. We've done reviews of our favorite movies and TV shows and music and all of that. We've inspired you. We've nerded out. We've tried to keep things positive ever sense regardless of whether we've had those interviews or anything else and we've had a lot of fun with titles
5: <laughs> oh yeah speaking of title my favorite show title brian was poop in the ice Cream." oh yeah uh yeah and it's still my favorite recurring phrase on the show so because it's, it's such so a appropriate yeah it, it's a, it's a social reality
4: people will tell you that you know you need to make your show episode titles descriptive and don't make them clever <laughs> you know what I tried that, and they're just too boring, man. It's the real Brian yeah. show, so when we can do stuff like poop in the ice cream or grow old with the real Brian show, you know, it's just it's more fun, and people aren't coming necessarily for the titles. Now, when we do, like, our review episodes, and we have Star Trek Picard episode two review, I mean, that's okay. That's fine. We don't need to be, like, I, I don't even know. Clever. No clever. Yeah, no clever on that, but the rest. But <laughs> no moving clever. forward, we've looked back. And I'm going to do a little bit more uh, reminiscing here in just a minute. But as we move into the next 200 episodes, I've committed to bringing back some of the best parts of The Real Brian Show that we let go over the years. For example, action-provoking content and interviews, as we talked about, with people who have overcome and who have unleashed their superheroes. This is definitely something that we've lost with the show. As I mentioned, it was one of the taglines and missions that I originally had with The Real Brian Show. It never went away but it did drop a little over the last two years. Unfortunately,
5: the show intro would speak to that. Yes,
4: it does. Yes. And what's really interesting. And in fact, just a really quick story last Saturday, I'm driving around and it's been snowing a lot here. And so I think people are getting a little cabin fever. I'm driving and this guy in a truck just stops right in the middle of the road. No blinker. No. I mean, I'm like, what's he doing? Well, I can see through his back window. He is screaming and yelling at the girl in the car.
5: Oh, no. And I just thought,
4: first of all, I was like almost ready to jump out of the car and defend her, and but he didn't hit her or anything like that, thankfully. But I'm just like, why are people so angry? I mean, what is driving people to be so angry, so bitter, so negative, so hateful? You know, this even goes back to some of the comments we've had with reviews of the new Star Trek Picard series. People are so hateful about it. Mm. And I just, the more I experience in life, the more people that I come across, the, the more things I see, the more that I am 120 and 50 and 200% convinced that there is an imperative need for content that causes us to need and want to unleash our superhero.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And this is a very, very polarizing comment that I'm about to make here, but I oh. firmly believe it. If we do not unleash our superhero, let's be completely honest. We are useless. We become selfish. We become lazy. We become unnecessary. And we become consumers, not givers, of the resources on this planet. Mm. I'm talking about the attitude that someone has. If we do not unleash our superhero, we're useless. So, unleashing our superhero is vital to each of us, it's vital to our personal well being our contentment on our success in life. It is. I mean, and also of course unleashing our superhero has the most incredible benefit and impact on those around us, which also by the way makes us happier and more content as well. By the way, it's a
5: nice little circle, you know, it's I a self-fulfilling I, thing. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And I kind of let that unleashing of the superhero go a little bit, you know, and I just kind of got lazy with it. And again, the more I've seen, the more I've experienced, the more I realize that people need us to unleash our superhero and they need us to inspire others to do the same thing. We need to hear stories of others who have overcome and unleashed their superhero. We need it. And so, you know, when people used to ask me, well, what's the real Brian show about? And honestly, I mean, over the last three and a half years, I've really struggled to answer them. And of course, well, what was their response? They'd be kind of like, okay, cool or meh, right? (laughs) Well, duh. But now it's so funny. I've had a few people ask me recently and I, I almost get like a little too excited about it <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, let me tell Calm you about down. unleashing the down superhero. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is how essential it is and, and they kind of like, whoa, easy turbo. But what's amazing is that their responses now are a hundred percent a full 180 from what they used to be. It's really good now. Awesome. So those unleash the superhero episodes are coming back and what I am challenging each of us, you, me, Tony and each of you listening do whatever it takes to unleash your superhero no matter what. And here's the good news. It's not hard. It could literally be as mayor Troxel said, opening the door for someone, smiling at someone, asking someone how they're doing. Like genuinely, you know, you go to a Starbucks, go up to the barista and be like, well, how are you today? Like, really? How are you? Don't just be like, Hey, how's it going? Cool. Well, didn't even care. You know, like that's all it takes. It's not a big deal. It's not some like, life shattering earth moving action it's simple but it's imperative
5: yeah even and even if you're if you're a little nervous about unleashing your superhero with strangers to start out just do it with your family totally send someone uh, a text it's the simple little things you're gonna benefit from it in all sorts of ways
4: it's true as sheer terror made up be a nicer don't be the suck of all sucks
5: the suck of all sucks. Amen.
4: <laughs> well, we also mentioned earlier the other tagline original tagline and mission of the real Brian show was to embrace your inner nerd. What's kind of funny about that is that people didn't get that one either. It kind of morphed into nerd out, which of course we're always going to use that term because it's, it's just awesome. And unfortunately then I got rid of the embrace your inner nerd because people were misinterpreting it in ways that was not what we wanted, of course. But What's really interesting is recently I've started to hear that inner nerd phrase kind of thrown around and it's become more widely used for some reason mm. and beyond the stereotypical nerddom too, like people are saying, oh, you know, I got an inner nerd on fitness and it's sure. kind of like, wow, I didn't expect to hear that, but okay. What about unleash your inner nerd unleash? Well, that makes more sense because if you embrace it, that's like, okay, I accept it. But if you unleash it, well, that's action. You've taken action. You're sharing now. it. Yeah. And I think that's, kind of which goes back to what this show is all about was we can be positive. We can entertain you. We can laugh. We can have fun. We can inspire you. We can encourage you. But I think the most important thing is we want to inspire. We want to, we want to provoke action in each of you. And, and of course in us too. So unleash is a very action oriented term. So if you're unleashing your superhero, if you're unleashing your inner nerd, if you're unleashing the fun that you need to have in life, it's a good thing, right? Nerd out on the things we love, which by the way, can truly be anything. You know, that. And do not apologize for what you nerd out on Wear it proudly be proud of it. Rock and roll. I did a test on this. I'm not much of a social media person, as you know, but I posted something on Instagram and I've always been afraid because of some of the people that follow me. I've been afraid (laughs) to post that, like to admit that we're talking about stuff like Star Trek on the show. And I went, all right, well, if I'm going to say this on episode 200, I I better back it up with action. So I posted, hey. (laughs) We're talking about Star Trek Picard, and I don't care what people say. So, booyah. Good for you. We have lost this on The Real Brian Show, the interviews with people who are nerding out on things and or nerding out with on a particular topic. Now, we, Captain Influence and I, have nerded out on all kinds of things.
5: All kinds of things.
4: We haven't brought a lot of other people on to nerd out with them, and that includes those theme-focused episodes like the Harry Potter episodes. We haven't done those in a long time. We need to do those again. This includes nerding out with Toby at the nuance chocolate factory and and his shop as well. So we want to get people back on the show to nerd out with them and to experience things with them. So that is coming back and in process, by the way. Now, of course, you've already heard a few of our TRB reviews episodes. We did a full episode on the new star Wars movie. We're currently reviewing star Trek Picard and we also technically reviewed all of the Mandalorian. Those weren't separate episodes. They should have been, And I really like separating those episodes out. It's been really, really fun to talk about these things we're watching and experiencing. We like talking about it on Fridays, but sometimes when we need to go deep into something, they need to be separate episodes dedicated to that official content. So we're going to keep doing these bonus episodes periodically as needed for TV shows, music, movies, products, whatever, right? Whatever it is we need. And so far, the responses have been extremely positive.
5: Yeah, we're having a total blast doing these. Uh, We're going to keep hearing them to you. So keep on listening because we like to nerd out about those things. Yeah, we really
4: do. Well, I wanted to share a few things. This is the peeling back the curtain that was requested by Bentastic. Thoughts, experiences, all of those logistics of running TRBS, what it's been like. And again, I, I mentioned this earlier that I have not shared much of this on the show. Even if it was something I recorded, it usually got cut on the quote editing room floor as any entrepreneur and serious podcaster or content producer would know doing what we're doing here with the real Brian show is not easy. Hosting a podcast, video blog, running a company. I mean, you fill in the blank, right? What's amazing to me is how some people will say there's the stigma, right? Hosting a podcast. Well, it's easy, right? Anybody can do it. It's a hobby. Just have a good time. You know what? Maybe for some people, but for the serious podcasters, this is absolutely no joke. It's not easy. It's incredibly challenging. It's time-consuming. It's resource-consuming. It can be expensive, by the way. What's weird is that it can be very emotional. It can be maddening and also rewarding. It can be incredibly stressful and joyful at the same time. It can be very massively discouraging, but it can also be massively encouraging. In the beginning especially, and, and I would say up until probably about maybe a year ago, I had more naysayers than you could possibly imagine saying that TRBS was a waste of time. It wasn't beneficial. It definitely was not useful to anyone had no value, no purpose. I mean, I I can't tell you how many times people said your show has no value and no purpose at all. Pure fluff, useless banter. Mm. There's no takeaway. First of all, the show's not for everyone. So that's fair, (laughs) but I know that those of you listening, in fact, I mean, listen to what Kyle said at the beginning of the show. And I've heard from many of you that have actually told me the benefit that you have gotten from this show, which one is incredibly encouraging, by the way, Mm -hmm. it also affirms the fact that shows like this are needed. I look back and I got to be honest that it is a miracle and a testament to the select few people that have encouraged me along the way to keep going because the show was, as I just mentioned, actually incredibly valuable and life giving to them. You're going to love this Mm -hmm. right around Christmas. And that is less than two months ago. I almost ended the real Brian show. I was ready to hang up the microphone, move on. Wow. You know, I kind of let it mull for close to a week. And of course took a little bit of time off right around Christmas. And then it was the weirdest thing. There was this force, call it whatever you want. For me, it's God pulled me back hard. And I, I heard this Brian, you're meant to do this show regardless of how hard, hard it is. This show is needed in this world And, and this was the crazy part. I literally heard this. There is no other show like it. Once I like sort of heard that, if you want to call it that, all of a sudden it was like, I just knew it that, yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Like I know this show is needed and there's no other show like it. And I know that I have to continue the show. I, I just knew it. It was like core to my being at that point, which was really crazy. So here we are.
5: Here we are fat and happy folks
4: 200 episodes more and beyond
5: looking forward to it six seasons in a movie.
4: I wanted to share that because I wanted you to know the stuff that's gone into this and you know, why has it been so emotional for me? I don't know. I, I think it's because um, you know, this show really has a lot of tie into who I am as a person. It's a mission for me to to help others and to encourage others and to motivate others and yeah, we want to have fun and laugh and we love talking about our favorite movies, but I want to see people grow in this world. I want to see people succeed and win and be happy and content, you know, moving forward. How are we going to do multiple episodes a week again? <laughs> mm. I have no idea. Honestly, like I, I have no clue, but I just know it has to happen and I'm kind of moving forward trusting that it's going to do it and I'm willing to put in the work.
5: Yeah, and we've facially. just kind of started doing it with the TRB reviews thing. So, yeah, I mean, we're We're taking steps.
4: It starts with us putting out the content and then it continues with the community coming around and saying, let's do this together. I'm considering this sort of a uh, call it a faith step for me, but I'm also asking that to help us continue to rock TRBS for 200 more episodes and continue to bring multiple episodes a week. Please help us because it's going to happen one way or the other. And I wanted to thank some people specifically. Captain Influence, you are helping me to achieve this. You're welcome. You're helping us to achieve this kryptonite. Same thing. You're helping us to achieve this agent Smith, Lord thunder, Chris, of course, Sarah and miss light. And there are many others over the years who have helped and encouraged us on a regular basis. And what I'd like to do is ask you to help us to continue to grow forward, continue to bring you new and additional episodes that you've asked for. Feel free to help out. However you can. If you'd like to help us on Patreon, that's patreon.com slash have links in the show notes, whatever it is. I mean, I would love for someone to take over the show notes. <laughs> I
5: know you would, <laughs>
4: especially as we're moving forward into doing more episodes a week. The show notes are killing me. Same with the editing. Like I love kryptonite's help. He is helping out, but he can only do one episode a week. So I'm having to now take yeah. on the additional ones, which again, there's just only so much time in a week. So really could use help. Please help. Now, the last thing we are going to share really quickly is what it's meant to us to do the real Brian show. And for me over the last three plus years beyond rewarding in more ways than I could even count the friendships I've gained. I mentioned that earlier, like listeners turned into friendships have been just amazing. There has been joy in hosting each and every episode. I've made amazing contacts, the interviews that we've had on this show, the people, the knowledge, the wisdom that we've, g- I mean, it's just been amazing. And what's really cool as I talk about things on the show, you know, like being positive and stuff like that, it's been really cool because it's needed, right? And It's needed for any of us, but it's been needed for me. It's a game changer and allows me to kind of walk the talk. So what about you, man? What's it, what's it meant to you to do TRBS for the past two years?
5: Two years, dude. Real Brand Show has, for me, it's been a labor of love on my part. I get an opportunity to nerd out to an audience which not everyone gets to do, uh, not mm. everyone wants to do. But most important, I get to be more or less positive for an hour or so each week and get away from the apathy and negativity that often creeps into my psyche mm. on a regular basis. I mean, I'm, I'm, I like to consider myself uh, what I call a realist, which is pretty synonymous with pessimist, whether you like it or not. But that, even right there, that's that part of me coming out, because what the show does is it shows that realism is not necessarily all pessimistic. We very much make our own reality, yeah, both in our perceptions and how we interact with people around us. There's no reason that has to be negative or pessimistic yeah. so and that's what, part of what this show encourages us and shows us so for me, TRBS is very cathartic. it's like, it's kind of like therapy in a way so
4: well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being the co-host. It's been fun well, to have you, man, and and you and I have had a lot of fun doing the show, and we've we have. we've done a lot. And I'm excited now that you get to be a part of the stuff that we did on the show before you came on.
5: Yeah, and so it's gonna and be fun. The fact that we're going to keep going is proof that we have fun doing it. And totally looking forward to it. Thank you for allowing me to to be on, Brian. That's of oh. it's been an honor.
4: Well, likewise, been a major honor here too. And thank you for listening. It's been an honor for us to be able to bring a show to you, you know, to an actual group of people, you know, I mean, how many times people go out and say, I got like five listeners. It's my mom and my dad and (laughs) my grandma. (laughs) So, I mean, it's amazing. Like, you know, putting things into perspective, you look at the listenership that you have and you realize, wow, there are churches and groups and organizations that would like just dream of having numbers like this. So it's a huge blessing. So thank you so much for listening and being with us for 200 episodes And I cannot wait, and I know I'm going to speak for both of us, we cannot wait to continue to bring you 200 more episodes and beyond.
3: My name is
5: Captain Influence, and I approve that message.
3: Deep Thoughts
5: with Captain Influence. We've all heard of teenage angst, but I wonder if cows also experience something similar. Is Angus angst a thing?
4: please go over to the show notes at real Brian show slash 200. All of the links are on there. I have included the captain influence playlist on Spotify as well as mine. And like I said, I added a bunch of music, go check it out. And of course do read through the show notes. When you get a chance, we've got our Patreon link on there too. If it's something you can do, even if it's a dollar or $5 a month, I mean, if you could do more, that's awesome. But even if you can only do a dollar or $5 a month, every little bit helps we're going to move forward we're going to take this forward and it would be really really cool if we could do this together as a community but thank you so much for joining us for 200 episodes so excited about this we are going to keep going we'll be back with our review of episode three of Star Trek Picard on Monday and then we'll move forward with the next episode next Friday you know what the music means
5: oh my gosh do
4: I (laughs) don't cry because if you cry, cry I don't even know what that means man what a great exactly time this was fun this was like the perfect episode 200 in my mind anyway
5: yeah
4: all right well hey have a glorious weekend and week we'll see you on monday the real brian show is
3: simon off the real brian show is a production of 514 media at 514 media empire.com